Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, welcome to In The Pink, sponsored by Bose. Stay home, stay healthy, stay connected. Yeah, I, I love working with the team and um, being able to see progress with, with them, um, you know, and giving them good results and driving well enough and scoring well enough, that kind of thing. Um, to kind of give them what they deserve in some ways. Um, so I'm always, and since the beginning have, or maybe not the very beginning, because I was too shy and too nervous, but um, since very early on, I've always enjoyed kind of spending time with the mechanics um, and you know, going around the different departments at McLaren, um, the different bays, you know, carbon shop, trim shop, paint shop, going and spending time with, with all of them. Um, getting to know the people who are working there and, and what goes on and everything like that. I love doing that. It's not just something that I, I have to do or was made to do. Um, so, uh, yeah, the more time I got to spend with everyone, the more our relationship was kind of evolving and getting better and better. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess I always got on well, um, well, well with Zach at the time. Um, but I guess everything kind of started earlier during McLaren Autosport Award and getting um, the prize to then go and drive on the simulator a lot and um, kind of being in the factory a bit more at the same time. Then I kind of started to know more and more people. So, um, yeah, I think I've just got on very well with everyone and with the team and the mechanics and the engineers, um, which I think is very important. Um, and I think that's why it's been such a, kind of a good relationship is because I've enjoyed working with everyone so much, um, you know, and uh, even now at the races or maybe not so much now, but when I was doing the FP ones and stuff and I was traveling a lot with the team, um, but not as just a pure driver because obviously Stoffel and Fernando were still the race drivers, but I was doing some of the FP ones here and there in Japan and Kota. Um, and um, I was spending a lot of time with the mechanics and, and everyone and the engineers traveling with them. Um, uh, which was, which was cool and going to the track and setting everything up. Um, and then Sunday evening, staying there the whole night and, uh, packing the whole garage down. Um, and all, all of that kind of stuff. I really, I really enjoy doing, um, and taking the car to bits. Um, yeah, I've always kind of loved, that side of things and being interactive with the car and getting a bit more hands-on. 
So yeah, everything I've done is, is purely because I've enjoyed doing it and I've loved spending time with, with everyone and enjoyed working with them. Um, and I think that's been a crucial part to why, um, yeah, the relationship between McLaren and, and everyone at McLaren and myself is, uh, has gone so well. Ah, you see, you do like people. You're not so antisocial after all. Wow. <laughs> but it, it's interesting because a bit like Lewis, you, you've kind of grown up within the team. How different do you feel now compared to, as you touched on, the, the shy kid that first came in? Yeah, um, very different. I guess, I mean, the feeling of within McLaren, so, you know, it's, it's not, yeah, it's quite an intimidating place to go into, um, you know, when you've still got to, to show yourself and prove yourself in a lot of ways. So before I was with McLaren, you know, you walk in there and it's just a lot of white corridors and it's a freaking huge place. Um, you know, and you're seeing the bosses walking around and you're seeing the engineers or you see one of the drivers. So being young and kind of walking through there before you're really like part of the team is just, yeah, it's very intimidating. So, um, the more I kind of went, the more I kind of started to know everyone. Um, and the transition all the way to now is so much better because now I walk in and it's just a really cool atmosphere one to, to walk into. Um, an atmosphere which is a lot better than what it was uh, a few years ago. Um, but, you know, I can walk in there and it feels much more like home compared to, you know, a little kid walking in having, and having no clue where to go in the place. So, um yeah, I guess like the relationship has, has come a long way. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird to think of four, four years now, five, four years of um, of being at McLaren and kind of starting off as, yeah, the sim driver and then reserve driver or um, yeah, test and development and then reserve driver and then the race driver. Every year was something something new to try and achieve. So yeah, it's already been quite a, a cool journey. Yeah, and I mean, you touched on it then. At every point, you have proved yourself worthy of their investment in you. And obviously, your rookie year in Formula One, you had a lot of bad luck, but you really yeah. did prove yourself. I mean, there was um, some real highlights. I'm thinking kind of Bahrain. Yeah. France, you were voted driver of the day, even though... You didn't finish quite where you was where you deserved to. You were promoted, weren't you? After Daniel was ticked yes. off, yes, yeah, naughty boy. And then Austria, Belgium. You know, you did have some very strong races. So I, I know that it's frustrating not to be racing now in 2020, but it's probably given you a little bit more time to reflect on last year. Yeah, how the dust has settled on it. Um, how do you feel about your first year with the team racing alongside Carlos? Um, I, I'm very happy with, or um, I mean, I'm proud of myself. That's a bit weird, but I'm happy with, with how I did, I think last year. Um, and I wasn't obviously at the end of last year and I was quite disappointed in a lot of things, but I think having so much time to kind of think about things and reflect on a lot of stuff, um, and seeing a lot more of the data behind everything and, um, the statistics um it's a hard word to say isn't it? it's i can't do it i really struggle you uh, i did so i well i struggled the first one i don't know why i keep thinking there's like three s's in the word statistics um but yeah in them 
then um, it kind of gives you a bit more belief in, in also then what the engineers are saying and what the bosses are saying. And because um, it's always different, you know, seeing it from the outside rather than being the extra driver. Um, it's hard to know what everyone on the outside is thinking and, and seeing. So when you kind of look into things a bit more and, um, you know, I guess the brutal facts is Carlos finished where P6 in the driver's championship and I finished P11. Um, then, you know, it just, just doesn't look amazing at all, does it, from the outside? And for someone that doesn't know what's going on, then you'd be like, oh, Carlos has, has absolutely smashed Lando. Um, and it's just the fact of, of thinking that, um, which, which annoyed me and I wasn't happy with it at all. But when you kind of, after sitting down for a bit and reviewing everything a lot more, um, and, you know, looking at, uh, a lot of the races where I did have problems. So, um, you know, France would have been P7, Spa would have been P6, um, Montreal would have been, um, maybe top seven, um, there's a few more where just if you just added these points up, you'll be a lot of points. And um, yeah, I'd be a lot higher up in the driver's championship than what I would have been. So I guess it's the same for everyone. And Carlos had some unlike races where he would have scored even more points and so on. But um, there was a lot of my bad races where I had problems like technical problems or something, but all the races when I was doing the best in some ways and I was going to score the most points and, and have my best results. So um yeah after kind of seeing a lot more on that um and having the problems that i had in a lot of races then um i think i could be a lot happier with how i did as a driver um and how i performed throughout the whole year um especially my first year in formula one comparing to his uh his fourth so and of course i've never him. sorry and i qualified him yes let's go back let's just talk about that <laughs> um <laughs> so like uh, there, you know there's a lot of positives um, and the qualifying part and, um, and a lot of the race results, um, I was very happy with. So mm. there were a lot of positives, but, uh, yeah, as a driver, you just always hate seeing your name below, well, one below your teammates, but two, um, in a position that, you know, if someone just sees it from the outside and doesn't have a clue about what goes on within the team and the problems that you've had, then, um, it makes you look even worse than, than reality kind of things. So. I guess thinking of that and thinking um, what people do what might think of me if you look at it from that perspective, then um, that was the thing that uh, that annoyed me more. Basically, thanks so much for listening to In the Pink. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast you've listened to so far. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Check out our Instagram page at in underscore the underscore pink. And you get all the details there about how you can win some of those Bose noise-cancelling headphones. And join the community. We're all talking about the various guests that we've had on the podcast and who we'd like to see and hear in the next few weeks. So thank you for joining us. Stay with us. Stay healthy. Stay home. Stay connected with Bose. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365 day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 